Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 31 You are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another July 13th edition, Thursday edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia-Cunderson, writer at Many Places Real GM, Associated Press, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to Lockdown Blazers. I know I said we would not be back this week, but there was some news, and we also need to tie up some loose ends from yesterday's podcast uh, after we figured out... uh, some more of, of what, or I figured out what more was going on with the fest, the stretching of Festus Azili's contract. The Blazers also had a victory yesterday in the Las Vegas Summer League, advancing to the round of 16 down in Vegas in the tournament with a victory last night. They defeated the Chicago Bulls 88-77. to John L. Stokes with a monster game, 16 points and 17 rebounds. The G League MVP, former Memphis Grizzlies player with with a monster game to help the Blazers in that one. They were down at halftime. They looked really bad in the first half, t- to be frank. But Jarnell Stokes had a monster game. Jake Lehman had one of his more efficient shooting games, even though he was only 8 of 18. But for him, he just couldn't find... Uh, the bottom of the net most of the, most of this time, and and Caleb Swanigan, another productive game did not shoot efficiently, but uh, he was productive once again with 13 points and nine rebounds, and uh, leading the break, doing all that stuff, and helping the Blazers get going. Some nice defensive plays from Antonius Cleveland down the stretch to to seal this one. So the Blazers beat the Chicago Bulls. They advance to face. The Toronto Raptors once again at 7 p.m. That is Thursday night, July 13th at 7 p.m. on NBA TV. The Raptors are undefeated thus far in the Las Vegas Summer League, but the Blazers get a chance to move on, and they did so without Zach Collins and Pat Connaughton, who are both going to be out for the remainder of Summer League. Figured that would be a good thing to update uh, you on since both those guys are going to be on Portland's roster. And it looks like they're they're taking they're playing it safe with them. Connaughton, as has been mentioned many times, is playing for his NBA life basically at this point. He's trying to stick in the league, trying to stick with the Blazers. It's a major bummer that he got hurt. Uh, he didn't really have the most mind blowing numbers in the summer league or the or the most breathtaking of performances. But given Portland's cap situation as it stands. 
I'm going to think that they probably will keep Connaughton because they, unless they sign uh, an undrafted rookie who is going to be making 500 grand, they're not really going to have another way to sign a player that isn't going to cost them more money in luxury tax. And that it seems that that is a, is a big concern right now as it stands. Now, there was some updates. There were some updates yesterday coming out of New York and from ESPN regarding the Carmelo Anthony deal, the New York Daily News, saying that the trade for Carmelo Anthony to the Houston Rockets is, quote, at the two-yard line. And Adrian Wojnarowski from now at ESPN say, uh, wrote that the deals that they're discussing, there's nothing imminent right now, but they're talking four-team scenarios. It seems like that three-team scenario that was floated out with Ryan Anderson coming to Portland is dead. That's what it seems and it appears that they would want some kind of compensation if they're going to take on Ryan Anderson, and it doesn't look like the Rockets would be willing to part with 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 pick compensation and all that. So that is an interesting wrinkle. Portland, perhaps with their salaries and their contracts, can get into that trade and make something happen where they don't end up with Ryan Anderson. But th- that that trade is still alive, the or the mellow trade is. But I, it seems like the the one involving Ryan Anderson coming to Portland, that sounds like it's dead right now because they're talking four team scenarios, and now it 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 seem, it just seems like Ryan Anderson coming to Portland is not going to happen. So we had some injuries on the Blazers summer league team. Collins and Connaughton. I thought I thought Collins had performed well, as I mentioned on the last show. He was doing well in steals and blocks uh, in the in in the rankings for the the Vegas Summer League. And while it's summer league, it, it's still good to see that he was disruptive and made some plays on the defensive end. He needs to come. He has some work to do on the offensive end, obviously. But uh, I did not think it was a bad showing for him. Even if his, you know, he didn't score a lot or whatever, uh, I, I think what he brought to the table on the defensive end is encouraging. So, Zach Collins' summer league is over. Pat Connaughton's summer league is over. And now I guess the question with Connaughton is, did he do enough to show the Blazers or has he done enough? Not even just in summer league because I think it would be stupid to just evaluate whether they're going to keep Connaughton off on the team based off of summer league. I think it is. I think he. The question just remains now. It's just what has he done enough? Has Pat Connaughton done enough to keep his spot on the team? And I would say that probably at this point, it's the right thing to do just to keep him, mostly from the financial perspective, given that Portland's cap situation is not very good. Now, if they're able to shed some salary and they're able to get their luxury tax bill a little bit lower and maybe there's another player out there although even the some of the available players that Portland could have signed with the taxpayer mid-level exception are going off the board then maybe they do that if they get rid of some of their excess wing depth or whatever maybe they sign someone but uh, I, I think probably at this point it feels like Connaughton is gonna be on the team but what we'll see uh, his contract is still not guaranteed, 
and his guarantee date is July 25th. So we will know whether he's going to be on the team pretty soon. So we're, we're going to get resolution on that uh, very, very soon with Pat Connaughton. And, uh, you know, best of luck to him in trying to make the team. Once again, if you want to follow your favorite team, you already know where to go for the Blazers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. But if you are an NFL fan, if you are a fan of other NBA teams, make sure to check out the vast selection of podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network for every team in the NBA, the NFL. Maybe you're wanting to hear the local perspective on Lonzo Ball's big night last night. Check out the guys at Locked On Lakers. So there's just a, a great, great selection of podcasts for you. With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for $8 with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are 10 for $10 with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is $0.20 cents per gallon and $1 per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to 25 gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com on the Locked On Podcast Network. So the Blazers are facing the Toronto Raptors tonight in the Vegas Summer League. We'll get another opportunity to see Caleb Swanigan play, maybe a little bit more from Jake Lehman. I'm, I, I like that Jake Lehman's getting more reps. I'm, I like that he's handling the ball a little bit more and just getting, getting more time out there with uh, the team and in a more featured role. I, I think it it's important for his growth just to see what he can do. And, and, and I think also for the Blazers to, to, to really evaluate what he can't do. Uh, another one of the things I really liked from seeing Swanigan and that I, I have liked throughout the summer league is he kind of gets the break going. And that's something uh, SB nation actually wrote a great story about this yesterday about Caleb Swanigan and that when he grabs the rebound, he's not, he's not necessarily dream on green where he, can where he dribbles it all the way but he also can do that but he he starts the break with a couple of dribbles and it creates some space in the backcourt because it it kind of shakes people up because he's a big guy grabbing the rebound on the break dribbling and his outlet passes passes have been really good he just really thinks ahead and and that's this goes back to the the Boris Diaw comparison that I made the other day that he he just thinks several steps ahead of the game and I, I, it's just a joy to watch him play, and the Blazers had a, a great comeback last night. Obviously, it wasn't all Swanigan, Jarnell Stokes with the big game, and and some other guys pitching in too. But uh, it, it's fun watching him, and I'm excited to see him match up against the the, the Raptors summer squad tonight at seven. So Blazers survive and advance. And as I mentioned, we have. Uh, some some housekeeping to do on the Festus Azili stretching thing that I mentioned yesterday. So to clarify, the Blazers did use the stretch provision on Festus Azili, which means they stretch his one million guarantee for this season over the next three seasons. And I was a little mistaken on the amount of times or the stipulations with that provision. So the stipulations with the stretch provision, it is not a stipulation based on how many times you can use it, but there is a stipulation on the amount of money you can stretch. So 
the amount of money, of the sum of the stretch players cannot add up to more than 15% of the cap. So that is the stipulation. And right now, the amount of stretch players is 33000 plus the Verizhou money, which is at 1.9. So that is money that's stretched over. And it just seems like after asking some people about it, because I was a little confused, you know, they're trying to save some money right now. They, they want to avoid that repeater tax in a couple of seasons and of course anybody would because the the repeater tax is stupid i mean it's one and a half times so you're just you're just bleeding money and almost nobody pays the repeater tax in the nba that's why they instituted it but and if you and if you have a a great team like the warriors okay maybe you can pay the repeater tax or a championship team but the blazers where they're at, they should not be paying the repeater tax. Uh, and, and and there are lots of teams that ha- have avoided that. It's it's long been something that, that teams have tried to avoid ever since it was instituted. So and I think that was in 2011 after the, the Miami Heat formed when they finally instituted that repeater tax to really hammer teams that have so-and-so max guys to prevent situations like we currently have with the Golden State Warriors. But all you know rules i guess can't can't solve every problem but it, it they try to and 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 that is probably the, the that is it sounds like that's what the scuttlebutt is is they're trying to avoid that repeater tax and and not have to pay one and a half times not after this season but after next season so not this coming season but the season after next the Luxury tax line is currently set at $113 million. The Blazers are currently $23 million over that at $136, and that does not include Pat Connaughton's contract. So when you include Connaughton's contract at $1.47, that's closer to $25 million over the tax. So they're going to have a very hefty tax bill as it is this season. So that's probably why we haven't heard them mentioned with a lot of free agents that they probably could have signed or that could be in their price range. You saw Tabo Sevalosha get signed to the Jazz at around that taxpayer mid-level exception for two years and $10.5 million. And then you also saw guys like Jonas Jerebko, who signed with the Utah Jazz. I believe that was two years and eight mil or two years and four million or something like that. It, it was a it was definitely within Portland's price range at that taxpayer mid-level exception and there are still some guys out there on the market Tony Allen still on the market from the Memphis Grizzlies Boris Diaw is expected to be waived by the Utah Jazz so he's going to be on the market if Portland's in the market for a kind of a savvy vet but again their front court seems pretty loaded now with the two draft picks so that really probably doesn't make any sense at all for them unless a trade happens and they move a bunch of guys and then they need guys. So we'll see. The Blazers are rumored in these potential Carmelo Anthony Houston deals, but Ryan Anderson is not part of them. We know now, we now know why they stretched Festus Azili. They have two stretched contracts now on their, on their books and they can't add up to more than 15% of the cap. And the cap right now is at 99 million. So around, $15 million or whatever is about what it's going to be to to reach that limit. So Portland seems to be okay there in terms of being able to stretch more if they need to. So 
they are are looking to save some money. It, it seems like it's just part of a, a big accounting plan that they need to execute to avoid that repeater tax as they currently sit 23 over. And if they pick up Connaughton's guarantee in two weeks, that will be 25 over. So they're figuring that out right now, but I wanted to make sure that that got clarified because uh, it sparked a discussion yesterday on our Rip City, the Trailblazers Reddit page, and so I wanted to make sure that all of you, all of you, were able to have some clarity on that about what that means. And I'm sorry again for confusing it with the old amnesty clause, which you could only use once per CBA. It is that is not the case with the stretch provision. So Portland can use the stretch again if they need to to save money and stretch it out over time. So that is going to do it for this kind of quick update edition of Locked On Blazers. I don't think we're going to have a podcast after the game tonight. Even if the Blazers advance, it's summer league. I am also going to be out of town. So that is going to be tabled until next week and if the Blazers are still alive and they're going to the the finals and all that stuff and they're they could pull down the trophy well then uh we'll definitely have more stuff for you to talk about that and to talk about whatever potential moves there may be if there is something I'm sure we can figure out a way to make it happen so uh if there's a big trade if there's something big that goes down we will have an update for you but we'll see because the the two yard line can be difficult at times. So we'll see if if that trade actually happens. And uh, some folks have also suggested that the trade may not happen until may, that the trade may not happen until after Chris Paul's introductory press conference. And that press conference is scheduled for July 14th. So then that we still have a lot of time there. Well, not a lot of time. We have a day. So it could happen as soon as this weekend. So we'll have some kind of update for you if it goes down, if that mellow trade goes down, and if Portland's involved. So we'll we'll have some kind of update. But have a great weekend. Enjoy, hopefully, some sunshine. And keep it locked on, Blazers. We'll keep tabs on the summer squad as they battle for a summer league championship. Until next time. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.